Hey everybody, I'm Jimmy. Welcome to another video podcast of Behind the Unicorn. Don't forget to like, subscribe, ring the bell, and leave a comment. Um, send in comments. Let us know what other shows or guests you'd like us to have on. And before we get too far, Michael Morrison. Thanks for coming, Michael. Thank you for having me. I look forward to this. Yeah. Um, how was the drive? It was great. Yeah. A little windy, hot today, but <laughs> it was good. It's a good day. I'm happy that happy that you're here. Yes, it's been a long you. time making this video podcast table. Um, you're one of the reasons that we've made it. Okay. And um, appreciate your guidance. My pleasure. Um, the question we like to ask: What makes you a unicorn? Other than the uh, ugliness, uh, we do have a couple of things. So I've uh, been thinking about that question. I really think it boils down to my why, my okay. purpose. It took me many years to figure that out. Obviously, you know, I'm in my 50s uh, currently, and uh, it wasn't until my 30s or so that I really figured it out or started on that path. Okay, I was just playing the day by, you know, by day and, and uh, didn't really have a purpose. And mm -hmm. then I finally figured out my purpose and it and it's still being tweaked, if you will, but I've got it pretty solid to where I understand what my purpose is. So whenever you didn't have your why or your purpose going day to day, just was going day to day, kind of just going through the motions, mm -hmm. not enjoying life. That was part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a struggle. Yeah. Um, not knowing what you were here to do. And once I figured that out, it kind of gave me my purpose, which then I could create a plan. Mm -hmm. And those are kind of two of the things that I figured out the behind the unicorn that figuring out my purpose first, and then I could plan around that, how I was going to fulfill that purpose. Okay. And you said uh, the ugly. What did you mean by the ugly earlier? <laughs> well, I've had a colorful life. We'll say that. Okay. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Being adopted and, and um, being kidnapped by gunpoint from my biological dad and growing up um, with the unknowns of that, the insecurities, sure. and then trying to make a name for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I was one of those kids in school, the introvert, and uh, not not shy or anything, mm -hmm. just didn't feel like I fit in with the cool kids. And uh, so, of course, when I got out of the house, I, you know, explored a lot. Sure. And um, But then I kind of reeled it back in, and thankfully I didn't have kids till my mid-30s, so I was uh, not under pressure that someone else was watching my flaws, if sure. you will. More responsible by then yes. is what you're telling me. And uh, I encourage that for everyone that uh, not to get out of college, jump jump the boat into marriage and have kids. Uh, it works for some, but it wouldn't have for me. Sure. Okay, so in your 30s, you discovered your why, your mm -hmm. purpose. Oh, you wanna share that with us? Absolutely. So my why was, I saw a difference in my life and I also saw a difference in others' lives. And so when I was growing up, I really didn't have hope. Uh, there was okay. not a mentor in my life. There, there wasn't anything to look forward to, but also as I was growing up, there also wasn't the internet. Um, you had to read. <laughs> and I was- that? There wasn't the internet. Not an internet. Um, I had to, you had to read to get information. And unfortunately, I hated reading. Uh, there just weren't books on my level. They were either too deep or too elementary, and I couldn't find those that really fit me. 
Well, you had to go to the library too, right? You had to go to the library, and if you read so many books in the summer as a kid, you got you a little a ice cream or, or pizza yeah. certificates or something yeah. like that, but that still didn't help. I didn't like to read, so I was kind of on an island by myself. And so when I discovered my, my purpose is to be a voice of hope. So I have one for my business and one for personal. And my business is to be a voice of hope for business owners that are working hard and not getting anywhere because I've done that. I started businesses back in the 90s and just really struggled like most. Mm -hmm. Didn't know if I was doing the right things at the right time. And you, people are telling you to do this and do that. And you, you won't be successful unless this happens. And so I was just being tugged in all areas. So to be a voice of hope, of confidence to business okay. owners, but then also a voice of hope, of confidence for individuals. I think there's more people in this world that struggle, um, that were more like myself, mm -hmm. um, that will admit that as they get older, that they were insecure growing up, and, uh, and they really don't know where to turn, and they don't feel like it's okay to say anything about it. So I want to be a voice of hope for those too. So Yeah, because they usually turn to what makes them feel good and feels like they get that voice, even though mm -hmm. they may not understand what they're doing. Right. Right. And they stand for things that they wouldn't typically stand for. So also in that purpose, I discovered that um, clarifying my values, freedom, family and faith also helps define that purpose so that you understand who you are, who you stand for and and not straying away from that so that you don't feel like you're just being part of the crowd. Yeah. Um, before we get too far on what Michael does, we need to say thank you to our sponsor, Ally Medical Marketing, making this uh, episode possible. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're helping hospitals, clinics, and doctors train their staff and turn patient education into marketing. It's time to start letting your patients meet their physician before they meet their physician with Ally Medical Marketing. Um, so... What do you do? What do you do for a living? So I am a business coach and own a company called Boss. And Boss stands for Business Ownership Simplified for Success. And we offer business coaching. We have 11 business coaches on staff right now, retainers. And then we do networking groups We have for business owners only across the United States. And then we have mastermind groups, and we're actually recording with your studio, yeah. Design Tunnel, the online courses, and then we have affiliates, and you know, eventually we're going to get into, you know, what we really want to do is to be that resource for business owners that that they can trust. Mm -hmm. So, um, like the Amazon, if you will, for except for business owners, yeah. uh, where you know they trust one thing that we do and they know that they got good guidance, they saw the results, the yep. success from it. And we just want to keep building on top of that so that they don't have to shop around. Yeah. Um, so we use Michael uh, for our business coaching. And I mean, that's the reason that we're here doing this today, not because of that, but because, you know, we've been pushed, we've been guided. We've been, you know, our mission, our purpose, our values, all these things are being defined. Uh, it's, it only works if we put in the work, right? Absolutely. So you definitely would like part of your target market is business owner, but also willing to change or do the work, right? Absolutely. Um, you like hard headed ones? <laughs> of course we do. Uh, we always like them because we, we like a challenge, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah. So I'm excited to see, um, you know, you've seen us starting to grow, us starting to change. I told you the other day, I feel like we're just a seed germinating and we're mm -hmm. just about to burst. Yes, you are. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And, and I'm ready to see the changes that come with what, you, with what you're doing. Because uh, I've seen his plan and he's got one. He's always got a plan. He lives by a plan and he's got a calendar, you know, it's already planned out. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm less planned, <laughs> um, more of a MacGyver. And so you're I, further I, than you were. We are always further than we were. We could always go further backwards or further forward. Right. So I definitely know we're marching forward. Yeah. So, um, all right. What about um, what any business hacks for our audience? Well, I got a lot of those. In okay. which direction do you think would most benefit people that are watching? Um, I don't know. Which what do I have to choose from? <laughs> okay. Well, the first one, you know, it goes back to the the plan. Mm -hmm. um, I have uh, what I consider kind of the three basic steps. You know, there's a lot of personal development books out there and yep. YouTube's and all that stuff that you can watch. But you know, when it boils down to it, you'll hear these three things in every single one of them. Okay. It's first of all, you got to get serious. Yep. Like, I don't know if I anyone, have that in the back of my mind. Yeah. Get serious today because yeah. that's part of what we talk about. I mean, about. You're, you're not going to change unless you're tired of the status quo. Mm -hmm. uh, you can force yourself to change, but there's just not going to be that passion. Or behind people can it. force you. That's not fun. Or people. Yeah. yeah that's not fun. <laughs> that's when you were living at home. The law can force you. Yes. <laughs> kind of funny how when we're younger, and we have parents that are guiding us, instructing us, and kind of putting those limits on us. Right. And then, all, and we can't wait to get out of the house, and then we get out of the house, and then we don't do anything about it. Like, we, we're limitless, like, we have freedom, and yeah. yet we don't do anything with it. And so the first thing is getting serious. The second one is make a plan, yeah, a detailed plan. And then the third one, which most miss the boat, and that's taking the action. It's like, once you have that plan and you know what to do every day, most people don't take the action because it's too hard, too much work. Yeah, or um, in my case, now that I know the plan and the action, it's just not a challenge anymore, right? It's True. like, okay, we figured that out, yeah. but following through it isn't as fun as, or it's not as challenging as being the MacGyver. Yeah, the execution, right? yeah. So the execution can and that's not be as challenging because you already have it, right? Yeah. But doing it is a challenge because you're not doing it. Yeah. What a, yes, yeah, the difference between cycle. growth mindset and fixed mindset. Yeah. I've discovered. And the only thing that helps me is knowing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that that's something that I struggle with is the first step. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you know, in that plan, it's, you know, a lot of people will, they'll desire a certain amount of money or material things or whatever. But in that plan, it really, needs to be defined that I've discovered that, you know, if, if your goal, most people just throw out a million dollars, mm -hmm. but what do you want to do with that million dollars? Sure. That's what's more inspiring. Like, yeah. is, do you want to take a trip across the world every summer? Yeah. So we'll put 50,000 of that to that, or we're not going to take a trip. Yeah. Uh, 50,000 to our retirement, a hundred thousand to this and, and that, and then it's a little more exciting versus just a, this number out there that yeah. we created. And then, you know, behind that is the purpose. You know, it's gotta match your purpose or else it's just this fictitious number that we came up with. Yeah. Well, an uh, exercise you and I just did recently was that same concept. And then it 
it allowed me to go, hey, this number is a number I've never seen or even had an account or ever hit in a yearly or, you know. And so by defining it, it allowed me to go, oh, this is all the stuff that we have to do to get to this. And then this is all the stuff that can happen when we get to this. Mm -hmm. So now that I know these things, I've defined it, a million's not so crazy, right? Right. Yeah, or uh, and that's not my number, but <laughs> yeah, it's a lot bigger. Mine's, mine's lower. <laughs> no, but but that is true. I mean, if if you've got a purpose behind, you know, it all goes back to the purpose. Purpose behind the plan. Purpose behind life. And then, you know, there's that last part. You know, after you've taken action, I work with so many business owners that they have you know a twenty five million dollar measurable metric in the next five years or whatever it is. And then they get there and they they feel depressed because they thought that once they hit that number, they'd feel some kind of like they won the world yeah. championship. I could have told, told them that, right? them yeah. that right. you won't. Yeah. Um, so, so I said, what I want people to do is, the most often asked question with business owners is, when did you feel successful? Or what do you contribute to your success? Mm-hmm. And working with all these business owners and successful people, it's not the monetary number. It's not the monetary assets that you have. It's nothing like that. But it, it consists of two things, and that's one is happiness. You got to have both of these: happiness mm-hmm. and then security. You know, a million dollars for you might be your security level. Five dollars might be mine. Mm-hmm. You know, could be, but it's different for everybody. So Tank as long gas, as we have that, gas today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where are you getting your gas? That sounds cheap. Um, but it's what's that level of security for you. That's when you start feeling successful and you quit reaching for these fictitious numbers out there just to feel like you have to keep, you know, staying up with society. Yeah, and I don't wanna take us down too much of a rabbit hole, but you and I talk about this a lot. People are, more, are happier staying stuck or, mm-hmm. you know, fighting for what they have, what they know, versus it may just take less work just to go and achieve their goal. Yeah. So. Yeah, we talk about a little that. bit. Right. We talk about, yeah. you know, if you do this on Monday, this on Tuesday, you know, every day of the week, by Friday, you'll have this. Mm-hmm. And I'm always one of those. Now, I, I am very compassionate for those that are in, in a bad situation. Sure. But there's a lot of us that are in a bad situation because we created that bad situation. And right. we don't want to do anything different. And yeah. for, for us like that, I always say it's harder to be broke. Yeah. It really is. Like. I think, going I and think being broke, broke getting, can be addictive at the same time. Yeah, getting yeah. money orders and, and running all over town. Our electric's fixing to be shut off. When we can do something about it, we just yeah. don't. When we could, you know, have a plan and, and then take action. Yeah, I wonder how many of these people that you just kind of, you know, listed off had uh, pencil and paper. All right, so we, we've touched on this a, a tad, but I want to tell our audience real quick, I keep pointing at my son. Uh, Bo, he's over there. He's behind the scenes. He's he's off school he's today. He's famous now. So, yeah, we'll see if he can get on camera and feed us a unicorn snack a little bit or something. <laughs> um, we we touched on this life hack. Life hack. A life hack. So not business, but something that maybe you do that you want to share. Well, the, the biggest one is learn to earn. I use that quote a lot. Okay. Uh, I read books all the time, and then be adaptable. So what you learn might be a good principle to try 
or execute. So those are kind of my two life hacks that I use. And then of course there's a lot of others after that, but I don't feel like unless I'm learning something new that I have something I can try. Okay. To improve on. Learn to earn. Learn to earn. Say, say that one more time. So like you have to learn something to, uh, that could be to earn your family's trust. Okay. Be, Cause I think of earn, I always, yeah, money, it's always money, 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 uh, money. Yeah, so I needed you to define it for me. It's to earn in whatever, you know, segment of your life that you want to improve on. Okay. So, and maybe to touch on that, mine is what I put in will come out, yes. right? Same Correct. concept, yeah. except learn to earn or what I put in, I can, I can, yeah. whatever I put in front of my, in my brain, I yeah. can think about often and I will achieve if I put in nothing, then I will yeah. get nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, there's a, you know, with Netflix and all the online sources and movies, for YouTube. instance, last night, YouTube, uh, YouTube <laughs> last night, you know, I spent, um, Instead of the typical two to three hours in the evening after dinner that most people watch trash TV or whatever it is. What channels? I read books. <laughs> okay. Nice. On mindset and business, because I'm always trying to improve as a business yep. coach. So I'm always trying to learn new frameworks that, uh, that can help the clients that we work with. Well, and one other nugget, you know, to speak to your credibility, you've owned a business, <laughs> you've been in partnerships, you've, you've been there, you've done that, right? Yes. And uh, that's what I like about Michael. He's a business coach that has been there, done that. He's not franchised out by you know other other people that have a, a system and process that he can follow, and he's never been there. Like he can actually understand what you're going through because yeah. he's gone through it, and uh, that's a lot of value. And that, that's one reason we hired you is because I knew that you've been there, you've done that. It's actually an industry pretty close to what well, it's an industry that I understand, mm -hmm. um, and. Uh, just, it just brings a lot of value to us. And Michael has business coaches too. How many coaches do you have? So I think we have 11 right now. Right. And they're all very niched. Like, but Michael himself, you have business coaches, right? You have coaches. Oh, you I have, mean you myself. I have, yeah. Currently I have three. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not in that bad of shape that I need three business coaches, but they're very specialized in certain areas. Mm -hmm. uh, one of mine that I rely on a lot is my accountability coach. And that's all she does. We check, mm -hmm. we check in every month, make sure that I'm following the schedule, yep. make sure we don't need to pivot, get that outsider's eyes on yep. on the plan, make sure that you know my end goal, because it's like anything else, we need each other. Mm -hmm. And I've yet to work with a business owner or talk to a business owner that, especially the successful ones, every one of them has had some type of business coach. Right. Those of us that struggle, like myself back in the 90s, I didn't have a business coach because I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important that we have guidance. Even coaches should have coaches. Now, I know not all of them do, but so your I see the value. Co your coach doesn't have That's a coach, fire a red them. flag. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> and if they've never owned a business, I would say that might be another yeah. red flag because I know that my businesses, I've had successful partnerships mm -hmm. and I've had one that was horrible that went into litigation. It was the most cancerous, toxic. Uh, the end result ended up bankruptcy for the company, bankruptcy for me and the other business owners personally. Yep. Um, but what I always say is my greatest lessons learned are failures. And so I come yeah. from the standpoint of, I'm not gonna guarantee your success like some of these coaches. I mean, I'm sorry, that 
to me, that's bling, that's false advertising, because I don't know what they're going to do with the information. Right. I could, you know, some of these will 10x your business. Now, how are you going to guarantee that? What if right. they don't do anything at all that you that you tell them? Well, it just said 10x your business, a guarantee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'll show you the, the best practices. Right. And working with hundreds, if not thousands of different business owners in different scenarios and having conversations with them, I kind of have an idea of the trends that work and the trends that don't. So mm-hmm. I can provide guidance of that that's awesome how you're thinking of that, but have you considered this? Because I've had a few businesses that tried it and here was what the right. end result was. Yep. So a good business coach does not give you the answer. A good business coach is a sounding board of best practices, bad practices, and then ultimately you have to make the end decision because it's your business and you're the one that's in there day to day. Yeah. But you still have to make the decision and then you have to take the action, execute. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I mean, I've experienced every bit of that. So, <laughs> um, and then Michael also does one-to-one coaching. Yes. And he helps all kinds of businesses. And he also has online courses. And I would bring that up because you talked about partners, you know, mm-hmm. partnership stuff. We just help, you know, we just recorded some stuff for you. Yeah. Um, LinkedIn is the best place to get a hold of you. Is that Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's where I, that's where I'm personally yeah. active. We we have a presence on Instagram, Facebook, and maybe another one, but LinkedIn is where I'm personally active. Right. I will respond personally yep. to messages. Yeah. So go go follow him on there. Connect, and then um, the course about partnerships it will be finished up pretty soon. We'll put a link to that in the notes of the show. Um, so you guys go check that course out. Be, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot from filming it <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, that's, yep, yep, yep. And then I was like, okay, maybe if they're not going to go over stuff with me, then yeah. I think it's, it's <laughs> all right. Um, do you want to add anything to that? No, I, I, I think it'll surprise some people when yeah. they hear the content, you know, again, going back to my learn to earn, I did not, I was never bitter about that situation. What I did was, why did it not work for this partnership? Mm -hmm. And so I went and explored and interviewed and other business partners, you know, what's working, what's not, what do you wish you would have known before you got into this partnership? And this all comes from every coaching framework that we offer or guidance, it comes from personal experience. It's not just this made it. You didn't find it online? Did not find it. (laughs) No, I found it in personal experience (laughs) and with others. Yeah that we work with. Um, what keeps you up at night, Michael? My dog. <laughs> His dog. All right. No. Uh, you know, honestly, nothing. Nothing? Honestly. Yeah. Nothing, and a lot of nothing people, stays on your mind or you're like. Well, I, you know, so it, it keeps me up at night in a good way. Okay. So I am so passionate about helping business owners because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've walked in their shoes. I know what they're going through. I know what I'm still going through. And so what keeps me up at night is uh, this is not just a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. I know there are so many business owners like I used to be. And I can't go. To, it's hard for me to go to sleep because I'm like, what else can we do to help them? just help them, give them a voice of hope. And so usually my mind at night keeps me awake because I'm thinking of what else can we do? Yeah. So it's not, you know, most business owners, it's how am I gonna make payroll? 
you know, or how sure. how am I going to deal with this employee, or how am I going to get this job done, or anything like that. And and mine is more about how can I help more people. Yeah. And Michael and I have also taken some classes before. Uh, Michael didn't have an answer for that at first, but I asked him three times, and then he had an answer. Yeah. You see that? Take that to that. <laughs> yes. If you like that, hit the like button. <laughs> yes. But it's true, right? Yeah. That is true. We both learned that. Um, mm-hmm. That that's. I think what what keeps me up at night is um, always wanting to improve. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I have no problem falling asleep. I hit the pillow, I'm asleep. Yeah. It doesn't keep me up at night. I would say it's something that's on my mind. Yeah. So, that's a better you know, way I to think, say it. Yeah. Uh, so something always on my mind is how, how can I improve? How can I make something reoccurring? How can I connect with our audience better, mm-hmm. stay in front of them longer, and let them give us feedback to keep improving to help them all the time? Right. It's a long one. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm all about empathy and compassion and, and some of our marketing doesn't sell the bling. And I know a lot yeah. of people like that, especially with the Amazon where you can get things in an hour delivered to your house. Yeah. And I know people want instant gratification, but I also know I, I can, I also relate back to the, you know, if you're overweight by several hundred pounds or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it took years to put that on. Yeah. Years Sometimes it doesn't. I've done Habitual habits. <laughs> but so it's not going to come off overnight. Yeah. And it's the same with a business. You know, the business is where it is because of you, the business owner. Yeah. So it's going to take some time to switch that. And, yep. you know, a lot of those bling things, the programs that are out there, I know for a fact, because I talk to business owners, they usually end up coming to people like us because they're like, I've bought this program and I've bought this program and nothing changed. And most of the time they never finish the program because it's just so full of, you know, fluff, mm-hmm. if you will. And ours is more about practicality of, you know, until you change, nothing around you will change. So right. we work on the business owner first and then that just transitions and flows through the business and that's when you start seeing considerable change. Sure. Yep. Then honesty, right? If you're not honest. It all just goes together. It's crazy, crazy yeah. good cycle if you get into it. Um one or two things, this is just another way to ask a question that okay. we've already asked, but uh, one or two things you think our viewers should know. About it's so, anything? Uh, well, I always say it's like a good song. It just, today, like, mm-hmm. what does it mean to you today? <laughs> <laughs> um, what should they know? That's a good question. We covered a lot, so I mean, yeah, that's I, probably it, not a really good answer for that. We just throw that one out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you like to add anything? Just, you know, until you're ready to change, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember, I don't remember who it was that said it, but I remember this conversation that was shared in some seminar or program that I mm-hmm. watched. And they started off by asking, in a marriage, what do you think the percentage of responsibility is? And most people said 50-50, and, and the speaker or whoever led that seminar said, no, it's 100% you. Hmm. Like, it's up to you. And I know in society today, yeah. it's all about, you know, be compassionate about others, don't always think about yourself. But when it comes to the end, you got to think about yourself first. Yeah. I mean, it's how you present yourself. It's how you make changes within yourself. It's how you feel about yourself internally, your self-worth and all those things. And until you can love yourself and be comfortable and in a positive light about yourself, yep. it's hard for anybody else to see that. Yeah. 
Um, I was I was immediately 50-50, and then I went, um, it depends on the task. <laughs> so right. then I went 10-90. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. you told me it was 100% yeah, me, it was 100%. and I was like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's always about you. You hear that? Mm -hmm. Always, it's <laughs> always gonna, about your actions. Quiz yeah. him afterwards. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, comment, ring the bell. Thank you to Ally Medical Marketing, Medical Marketing for being our sponsor. Thank you to Michael Morrison for being our guest. Really, really appreciate it. Um, contact information, LinkedIn will be in the comments. Okay. We'll throw a link to that course whenever it gets edited. Thanks a lot for being a guest. My pleasure. Thank you. You bet. We always like to have guests throw one of these at the camera too. Here we go. And I give. <laughs>